When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. I think you're getting better at that. I'm trying to do different variations. No, that was of a it. really good. Uh, one. I think Thank you're you. at your uh, apex right now. I mean, now. that was like clarity. Yeah, that was enthusiasm. That was your apex right yeah. there, Cappy. Play it again. Do it again. See if you no. can just recreate it. I don't know if I can do it. I mean, yeah, I know. It's that perfect. Now. It's organic. A lot of pressure. It was. You're right. It's organic. It was. Yeah. Let it flow. Is is uh, George there? Chidano? Yep. Chidano. Um, did you think that was a good love boat that he just did? I did. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was one of his better ones. I thought it was. I would call it a top five. I mean, I boat. I think I got a few goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Momo, exciting, exciting. Momo, that Momo, that's like me when I watch Coach Prime. Yeah, in his pregame speech. Yes, oh, you know, no. I almost I almost cried. Did you almost cry at Coach Prime's pregame speech? I swear to God, man, I almost cried. Can I? I just... might I might be the person. I'm I might. You I, are that person. I might be the downer. You are. Don't be that. You're not a, you're, I, I you're really a non-believer. Waited. I'm I, no, sold. I am a believer. I am so sold on Poor Ed Deanna Werder. Sanders. Ed Werder got labeled a non-believer because he allegedly <laughs> wrote a story and he hasn't written in 30 years. Right. right. And he I and know. Dion said, I won't. Uh, I'm not going to answer your questions until you say you're a believer. It's like, right. what are you talking we about? I'm a reporter. I, mean, I know. That's not what we do. Well, and again, he confused him with someone who. who Ed Werder covered him in Dallas. Oh, for so, God's you're, sake. so you're saying he didn't even have the right writer. No. The thing that yeah, I don't like not. about the whole thing, about the whole Colorado thing, okay? And this is, oh boy. I think this is totally fair, okay? No. And I'm sorry if I have to point this out. Don't rain but on my parade. Yeah. I don't like that all those kids got ran out of the program. I just don't like it. I well, think they did it is, stink, so there's that. It doesn't matter that when, when the previous coaching staff sat in their living rooms and talked to their parents and their grandmas and they decided to go to the school, they made a commitment. And I yeah. just don't like that they... They got run out. But- I don't have a huge issue with that because the reality is this, um, and particularly in football. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know I what know, it's, it's the real I, world. I, now, I don't I know, know what it's like on other sports, but especially now with the tra- even before the transfer, it's, it's portal. like that in other sports too now. Yeah, but even before the transfer portal, Nick Saban was criticized for a decade about basically running guys out of the program because he got a better recruit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this so is standard. Yeah, so it, it just it, it is what it is. Like, and and it, look, when they're that bad. I, I I kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. You know? but some of those, some of those it's kids, kind of against the, what the spirit of, of college sports. Some of those kids got a sports. heads up and, and no, went to programs really where they could play. Anymore. If you weren't going to play, why would you want to be there? In well, other words, if you saw an opportunity to go somewhere else yeah. and play, go they, down. They were able go to go down do that. to group of five, yeah, right, but, and get get yourself a shot. Yeah, but Momo, yeah. Where, where your heart is, and I hear it, it's it's kind of caught up in our day. I know. You know like yeah, yeah, I know. Back when we played, it was different. When I went to college. I made a commitment. Yeah. And I expected to live up to the commitment. And I expected them to live up to their commitment to me. Like, right. that was a really big... For a uh, 17-, 18-year-old kid who's probably not going to the NFL, most most players in college football are not going to be in the NFL, like, making that commitment is a really big thing in your life. And that's, yeah. like, a big formative moment. And somebody looked you in the eye and told you that. And, like, it's but supposed not to matter. Right. No, no, it wasn't somebody's not no, there anymore. No, but that's not supposed to matter no, but, when they change coaches. But the Momo, school's supposed to honor that. But it's different. But hold on. But it's different now. Here's why. And listen, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But... Back in our day, I, I know that makes I you know, sound old. Sound back old. In, back in my day. We made a commitment to the school. We expected the school to make a commitment to us. And by the way, back then, if if I was unhappy or I couldn't get on the field and I wanted to play somewhere yeah. else, even if I wanted to transfer and transfer down, yeah. there was a time where I as the player was going to be penalized for yep. wanting to go somewhere else. Whereas now, and this is the new world of college sports, yeah. now... You can leave every year 
and you could go play at three or four different schools over the course of four or five yes, years. Yes, correct. And the thing is, is that Nick Saban, George, what you're talking about, the criticism that he's received, what he would do is he'd go recruit somebody, he'd decide a year or two later, this guy can't play for us, he's occupying a scholarship. Yeah. yeah. We got to try and push this guy out, ruin so wait, his wait, life But there okay, was so also t- this thing in... Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Yeah. So... Does that mean that the kids that Dion ran out, do they lose their scholarships Pretty entirely? Much. My understanding they, is yeah. in the new world of college sports that the commitment that we're talking about, it was a four or five year commitment back in the day. Nowadays, it's kind of a like year, year to year. year it, deal. Well, it's been year to year for well over a decade. When I yeah. went, when I went to school, theoretically, a scholarship renewed each year. Right. Yes. But there was always this understanding that if they offered, unless they specifically said this is just for one year, like oh, we only have this money this year, unless they said that it was a commitment to you. That was like. I just remember, I'm just putting myself in the place of a 17-year-old kid. Let, like, when you make a choice and you, this is like, you're choosing to go to where you're going to school for your, your college experience. And, like, in a way, I'm almost less sympathetic to the kid who goes to Alabama because that is, you're going to, that's like the major leagues. That's like, if you can't make it there, then you are, to, then, you know, this was the highest level. This it's was almost professional. It's the opposite of the Frank Sinatra song to New York, right? Yeah, if, if you, you can't can make, make it there, there you can, you can probably make it somewhere else, right? <laughs> right exactly. Like, so, exactly. But in Colorado, like, these weren't, like, the these were not the toppest, toppest recruits. No. I just made that word no, up. That's a good toppest word. Toppest of toppest. Yeah, I like, I like yeah. that. Right? Mo, to, most toppest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. These were not the five-star yeah, recruits. They, weren't they were the, the two-star star recruits yeah. that, that they were psyched well, to Well, but Colorado. their thing is, yeah. hey, we used to get the four- and five-star recruits, know. you know, yeah. years ago. We want to get back to that. You know what, Momo? I love where your heart is. Yeah. It's sadly, though, in a in a place of 20 years ago. Yeah. Because, listen, it's hard for somebody like myself to, to say, gosh, I don't really know if I like these players being paid because I know when I played – we didn't get paid, but we got scholarships and we yeah. got books and we got you know housing money, right. and that was we, we were excited so, about that. But so, today so, the world has changed. So let me give you an example, Momo, of guys thriving group of five that will that that you know could have gone elsewhere, right? But but chose to be a Hall of Famer at like a smaller school, and I think that these Colorado kids can potentially become that, right? Like they can thrive in other environments where they can actually play uh, at the level that they're playing at. So this weekend I've got Florida State night game at Doak against Southern Miss, okay? Right. Mm -hmm. So Southern Miss, the running back, the starting running back, the star of the team is Frank Gore Jr. Wow. Okay? Yeah. And Frank Gore Jr. could have gone to the University of Miami. We are getting old, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. He could have gone to the University of Miami to play like his dad. They would have taken him at the University of Miami. But he kind of re- they kind of realize you know what I- I'm kind of he's small he's not built like the dad was yeah, right? right and he's like if I go to Southern Miss I can be a legend there and still be a guy that can get to the NFL that yeah, way because yeah. I'll have more opportunity to play and that's what's going to happen to Frank Gore Jr. So like a kid from Colorado who gets run off by Dion could go to a Group of Five school and play and maybe even play at a really high level. I hear what you're saying, though, uh, Momo, about feeling bad for those kids. I do. But but on the other hand, the story of a coach pulling into a school yeah. and telling everybody to get out, he wasn't exactly diplomatic about no. it, and, and to tell everybody to get lost, and then to be able to go out and replace all those numbers, just yeah. sheer numbers alone, 90 guys, to replace that amount of guys and then open the season the way they did, it's a pretty incredible story. It's an amazing story. And I'll tell you what, the one thing that uh, Dion can do that a lot of coaches can't, he can hold a room, man. I, I'm telling yeah, you, all, awesome. that, all that stuff. I found him to be, um, well, I think he's the biggest star in college football right now. Yes. People yeah. are saying he's the face of college football. Think well, about I don't know about he's the face. I don't know he's the face, but, but he's he the is biggest the biggest star. story at the moment. Yeah, uh, at the moment. That's a well, key look, phrase. What, what do you always tell me? You want to undersell and over-deliver. Well, yeah. Dion has sold, and then he over-delivered. Yeah. yeah. So Somehow. he didn't just barely, yeah. he didn't say, oh, I don't know, it's going to take some time. We're going to take, he was like, nope, we're going to do, this. I mean, he even said about his son, about, you know, what was the sideline interview uh, yeah. where they asked him about his son, and he goes, you know, if he completes this pass, you got the Heisman, and he's walking out the door with it. He said that like after the first quarter. Right. Now, <laughs> I, I don't think that there are necessary, I mean, if you had the over, the over-under was three and a half games on Colorado, if you had the over you're going to be okay. Oh my yeah. God! You're going to cash so quickly. Yeah, you're going to yeah. cash within the first five. The six over weeks was of the 
three and a half. Yeah, yeah. The over under on that. You're going to cash in the first six seven weeks of the season. Yeah. Wow. Dude, think about think about this, Mace. You ready? Yep. Here's the dream. Colorado this weekend plays Nebraska. By the way, there's already reports out there that it's harder to get a ticket or more expensive yep. to get a ticket to this game than like practically any NFL game wow. coming up this weekend. Then then after Nebraska, they're home against Colorado State. So back-to-back home games, both probably you would think should be winnable games. Then Colorado's on the road at Oregon. And then the end of the month, they play at home against USC. Dream yeah. big with me, Mace. How about Colorado and USC are both undefeated on Saturday, September 30th? I'm all for it, man. That would be an unbelievable game. Now, that wait a minute, that's in Colorado, though. It is. Uh, yeah. It's a tough game. I mean, it, I think it's a game that I had chalked up as a certain win for USC, and now I think it's going to be a dogfight. Mm. Yeah. By the way, the get-in price for the Nebraska, uh, the cheapest ticket get-in mm-hmm. price for the Nebraska game that I have found for that is available right now at like StubHub is three hundred and eleven dollars. Wow, I know. For a college football game for week two. There is a there is a it's quality. A huge stadium. It's reminding me a little of the Lonzo Ball, LeVar Ball phenomena at UCLA when they got Well, good. except the difference is Dion is a Hall of Famer and Love LeVar Ball is yeah, a Hall but, of Fame chatter. Yeah, uh, yes, you know, talker, but, I mean, both know? those guys yeah, yeah, were lottery talk. picks. But, like, I mean, both the kids were lottery picks. But, like, when Lonzo came to UCLA, that was a dormant program huge, for quite a while. Yep. Yeah. And then they went in and beat Kentucky in Kentucky. Remember that? Against right. him and, and De'Aaron Fox. And they beat Fox. Michigan. Right? Yep. And yep. it was like, oh, my God, all this talk is for real. Yeah, and there was this sort of like fascination with it for the well, whole season, and and they, and they they were for real. He but, had two of his sons in the NBA in the yeah. lottery. And, and here's the deal with Dion's son Shadour. Shadour could have gone anywhere in the country yeah. right. like, no, and played quarterback. He was a Travis, five-star kid. Same with Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter yeah. was the number yeah. one recruit in the entire class, like in the entire country. Yeah. Um, so those guys could have played at any school. You guys want to hear a big screw up? Yes, big screw Colorado up. Bring story? it on. This yeah. is a terrible screw-up on my part. Okay. Yeah. So um, when my son last year was leaving Saddleback College, mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out where's he going to play, where's he going to play. Right. So I have a friend of mine, and he's not a close friend, but he's a close friend of a close friend. Um, his name is Trevor Riley. And okay. Trevor Riley was an NFL linebacker, played for the Dolphins for a short period of time, played for the Patriots, was in a Super Bowl with the Patriots, played at Utah. He's a special teams coach on Coach Prime's staff at Jackson uh-huh. State. Oh, so George, I'm telling you, we were inches away from my you, son. Oh my God, your son could have played for Coach Prime. Wow. My son was inches, Whoa. inches, inches away from going to Jackson State. Now we were trying to figure out, you know, could he handle Jackson State? You know, because it's it, it was glamorous looking from where we lived, but it wasn't so glamorous down there. You know, and a lot of people have talked about the facilities at HBCUs and so on. Anyway, we were this close to going to Jackson mm. State. Had he gone to Jackson State, maybe he'd be at Colorado. He may not, be at maybe Colorado. Right he now. would be at Colorado because that's what happened. The kid who was their kicker at Jackson State came with him to Colorado. Mm. You know what? You know what the problem is. Huh. You weren't a believer. Yeah, you did not, <laughs> yeah, you did not <laughs> believe. I know. At the time, I guess I wasn't. But here's a believer. the thing: you weren't a believer in your own son, apparently. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're not a believer, and everybody's taking receipts. Well, now I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm calling back now, to that does, same coach. Did, did, did what I said? Did that make me a hater? I still think no, I'm a believer. No, 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 no. it's no, fine. No. You're okay. a skeptic. Yeah. No, that's not a skeptic. See, that's not skeptical. No, that's mm. what it is. Is it's just a reality of yeah, life. Yeah, it's just today. the reality of life. This like it just, just made me sad. Yeah, like, you made okay, me sad about skeptic. college sports in today's more, world. More Debbie Downer. How about that? Yeah, Debbie Downer. <laughs> if you're not Ramona, if you're not hip to today's college sports and if you're not pro nil and if you're not pro yeah. transfer portal you're considered old school and and you're kind of like yeah. judged you, you sound of, old yeah. you are judged yeah, yeah exactly cappy is an, cappy was an, it's so funny that he loves coach prime now because he was anti-transfer portal and anti-nil forever and, no, and no, i was I like screaming it. at him like what's wrong with you it. you played college football are we right. are we dinosaurs i don't know yes. what happened yes. i guess yes. i still don't love it i i don't love the fact that every year a kid can go to a different school in a different school. I like the fact that a kid's looking for an opportunity. He can't Am get I gonna, and now I need to go rail about the conference realignment. Oh, and, well, uh, that's stop. crazy. Yeah, but I'm going to be going Listen, to Clemson. We're just, well, my no. Stanford oh, well, Cardinal going to be flying what, to freaking Boston College. 
Yeah. Do you know who's the happiest about Stanford and Cal coming to the so ACC? Stupid. Yours Jared truly Shinano. who's calling ACC games. Yeah, yeah, right. You're like, can I have Stanford and Cal every weekend? Every week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it's the home games. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, guys, we'll uh, we'll let you take over. Uh, are Thanks, you, you guys excited for the golf tournament on Friday? Hell to the yeah. Oh. I'm excited about the 19th hole. Okay, there's one thing I wanted to ask you guys about. Mm. Just keep this just between us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tonight, <laughs> nobody's is, listening. It's okay. Tonight is my uh, fantasy football draft. And I have this idea that I am going to take a quarterback late, mm-hmm. late. Uh huh. So I'm going to stack up uh, receivers and running backs, and yeah. then yeah. I've got to grab a quarterback like fifth or sixth round. And the guy that I've targeted is Jared Goff. Am I making a huge mistake? Well, with my you're season? not going to get running stuff with correct. Him. Remember that. So that that I would Jared Goff to me is like a borderline starting quarterback in fantasy, and I think that he is more of a great backup. How many yards did he pass for last year, Mace? You know, don't know the tie. I know he's second in the NFC in QBR. So, so like Threw five ex- interceptions versus twenty-seven touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. so like for example, Mace. Yes. Um, like Daniel Jones, who did not throw anywhere near as many yards as. Jared Goff did right. is a better fantasy quarterback because he runs. Goff. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. He ran for 700 yards and seven touchdowns last year on on running alone. You know, it's That's interesting. Fantasy information. Just between us guys. Yeah. I we didn't even talk about the guy who I am going to take in the middle <gasps> rounds. What pick do you have? Uh, well, I've got the 10th pick in a 12-team league. Oh, so perfect. So you're coming back very quickly. Coming yeah. back in the you snake and going to snake. I know exactly who Lamar I'm going to take. No. No. Justin Herbert? No, I'm not going to no. tell you. There are people. Oh. Everybody from the draft is listening right now. Seattle yeah. quarterback. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to throw him off. Oh. Geno Smith. Ireland's got the Gino second pick. I know for a fact he's taking Austin Eckler. Hey, what is what? What did you send us today about what you got cooking here? Because it seemed very urgent, and I was like, oh man, there's a really yeah. Long what email. was that all about? I didn't get it either. Yeah. I don't. What are you talking about? I sent you something. Yeah. I didn't send you. Oh, email. I emailed you. Yeah, we're doing the one and done pool. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Survivor pool? Yeah, the survivor oh, I wanna, pool. I want to get in on that because I, I did really well on that a couple yes, years ago. Yes, you did. Ago. Travis Rogers actually won last year. Do I Can I can I play or no? Yeah, of course you can. Can you send yeah, me Yeah, but the is this email? the guy I got to mail a check to or something? No, no, or you just, just Venmo him the money or, or well, PayPal Well, because, no, for years there was that guy, your guy. I'm you terrible to, like, at these literally things. literally mail him. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I don't think I want to do it. Oh, come on, Momo. It's too complicated. It's so he does he has Venmo now? He's finally in the 21st century? He's in the 21st century, yes. Okay. But it's complicated because honestly, I, yeah. like like this email is really, really, really long. Yes. And and as, it, as I read more- Hold on, let me it, read the email. Hold on. Right, I saw well, the headline. The email's headline. very long, but the the bottom line is NFL hey, wait, one and done. There's a sign in. Send a check. Send, uh, not send a check. Send a Venmo uh, yeah, or a PayPal. Yeah, hopefully not sending more checks. Um, and tells Make you how to log in. Make the payment today, and it's in bold in caps. Make the payment today. Yeah, you have to pay before the league before the season starts. Right, which is which tomorrow. Which is tomorrow night. Yeah. So, if so you guys well, of course, gonna, Cappy. Cappy's not going to get in on this. Cappy, are you going to do it or not? I, no. Well, listen, here's the thing. If you send it to me, maybe I'll do it. The $25 doesn't bother me. It's Here the 35 minutes that it takes me to read this email that bothers me. All right, let me see. How many know, paragraphs like here? One minutes. paragraph, two paragraphs, three paragraphs, four paragraphs, then a bunch of bullet points and numbers. Six paragraphs. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's, a, it's elaborate, but it's really Wait simple. a second. Yeah. You wouldn't read one of Momo's stories that was this long. I right. know. Her I wrote James, a long one her today. Her James Harden story is that long. It's long. Oh, Momo. It's as long as the yeah. one I'm done James today. Harden, what's going to happen? Is he going to be a clipper or what? I don't know. you got to read the story. Oh, Dude, he's got time to read. You know, an hour I think he'll be a clipper. I think he'll be a clipper. All right. Hey, we're really? here. Wow. Aggregate her. Go Lara's aggregate her. getting all pissed off, so we'll, uh, we'll end. <laughs> I, I want to go. Yeah. We're back tomorrow at 1 coming up next for you. Lots of stupidity with Shadano and Cap and Lindsay Baseball and Laura. Mason and Ireland back tomorrow at 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bing da 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 pity tick tick doom bottom bop Cappy pick doom yeah 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 So I love everything about this Caleb Williams story okay that the dad did the interview on GQ did you see this yet or no I did see this um all right let me hear what you love about it Well first of all I love that he's just honest about all things that are that are are real about the NFL right is that you know the draft process while it's been the way it's always been, it stinks if you're a great player <laughs> because you're, getting, you're rewarding the awful franchises, and generally the awful franchises are the ones that are mostly, if you look at it, historically at the top, right? And they still are terrible franchises. So for years, right, you and I grew up children of the 80s, right? And, and you know, me more a little bit into the 90s too, okay? So who were the terrible football franchises in that era? Like, when I think of terrible franchises, I think of, like, back then in particular, like Cincinnati, for example. Right. Tampa Bay. Okay, Tampa Bay. The Yuccaneers, right? Yep, okay. The New Orleans Saints, the Aints. Were were horrible forever. Arizona Cardinals, still horrible. Yeah, there's been a couple of good years in between. A few blips on the radar, but still basically a terrible franchise, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. The Detroit Lions. Always bad. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, those handful of teams, always bad. You know where those handful of teams always pick? Near the top of the draft. Yeah, but what are you saying? What do you? What is your point here? So that, what? That you what think Carl, the draft Carl Williams says that the system sucks. That the way the system is constructed, you go to the worst possible situation, the worst possible team, the worst possible organization, specifically because of the league's desire for parity. Um, so he says it's a gift and a curse to be the number one pick in the draft for his son Caleb or anyone in that scenario. And here's where I love. This is the part I love the most. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. And one of these is going to send Lindsay into a tizzy, okay? Quote, I've talked to Archie Manning. His career was shot because he went to a horrible organization, the Aints. I've talked to Lincoln Riley and Kyler Murray. Kyler struggled because of where he was drafted. Baker struggled mightily because of where he was drafted. The organizations matter. He's right about that stuff. He's absolutely right that there are organizations – Now, I'm not saying that some of the players haven't had faults. I'm not absolving them. But these organizations stink, and we didn't mention the Browns, as we should have, because historically they've also been terrible. Oh, give me a Well, you had Baker Mayfield in there, so you're mentioning the Browns. No, but I'm saying in in our original dissertation, Mm -hmm. we didn't mention the Browns and the Lions and the Yuccaneers and the Aints and the Cardinals, et cetera. But the Browns are in that category. But let let me just tell you something, though. I understand what the dad is saying, okay, that, hey, look, um, if you're going to be the number one overall pick – you're probably going to be playing for a bad team. Um, sort of, kind of, because let's just say hypothetically, this was a conversation we had yesterday, let's say the Rams, let's say Cooper Cup doesn't play. Well, just hypothetically, right? And let's say Matthew Stafford is uh, get, gets hurt and they have to go to a rookie quarterback. And let's say they're not going to play, you know, they, they can see that they're not a playoff team and Aaron Donald decides to shut it down. The Rams are a bad team, hypothetically, in this equation. And then they wind up getting the first overall pick. Would Caleb's dad have a problem if his dad, if the kid went to the Rams? Are they a traditionally no, because he, terrible they organization? They just won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Well, that's what. So what I'm saying is, is that you know when you have a top level pick and you pick a quarterback, things can definitely change. It could go the way of the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, or it could go the way of the Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Burrow, or it could go the way of the Chargers with Justin Herbert. Now, if the Chargers had the number one overall pick like they did when Archie Manning's kid was coming out, he told them, don't pick my kid. He won't play for you guys. Yeah. They did anyway. Right, but they by the way, him. don't you think it's interesting he's had these conversations already with Archie Manning? Of course, because let me explain something. If your kid was going to be the number one overall pick and you were worried that they're going to go to a bad organization, I think it's a legitimate concern, but you're not going to beat the NFL. Just so he knows. Dad, if you're listening... Well, he could just come back to school. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Right. So then let's say he comes back to school, Caleb Williams, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say the following year he's still going to be the number one overall pick. Right, but he may, it may not be, be the Cardinals again. Right, but 
but listen, this is kind of like when John Elway didn't want to go play for, as I recall, the Colts. The Colts, and, and he just, and hey, said he would go play baseball. Right. My leverage is I'll go play baseball. For for Archie Manning, he is the guy to call. He is the expert in this. His leverage was my son just won't come play for you guys, yeah, yeah. and and he forced the Chargers back then to trade Eli Manning to the Giants, and the rest was history. But I mean, look, you can try and beat the NFL. But other guys have tried it in the past and have lost. You, one person well, but, is not beating he, the NFL. He's he's seeking out the people that have. I don't think Archie Manning beat the NFL. I think he forced his forced his son out of a bad situation. That's a good right, win for but them. that. He beat the NFL. I don't know if I'd call it beating the NFL. I'd say he beat that team that he didn't want to play for. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, here I'll give you another the, example. The Let me give you another example. Do you remember a kid years ago? And this is no. kind of like the only one I can pull out of my my history book here. Yeah. Remember a running back from Ohio State named Maurice Claret? Correct. Okay, here's the story. He ended up going anybody, to the second or third round. Right. Here's the story for anybody that doesn't remember this story. You can't go into the NFL draft unless you're three years removed from high school. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get there early because he was a big dude. He was a guy that started as a true freshman and was like a right. freshman All-American. Won drafted. a national championship, yeah. So, so after his sophomore year, he wanted to go to the NFL. Yeah. And, and the NFL said, you can't. You have to be three years removed from, from high school. And he said, why? Well, who makes up these rules? So Maurice Claret decides he's going to go on this crusade, and he himself is going to take down the NFL, and he's going to make them change their rules to accommodate him. Guess what? Didn't happen. Had a very short-lived NFL career. Had all kinds of other problems in his yeah. life that I don't remember right. all the documentation on. Sure, but guess but, what? What? He's not a quarterback. No, but in a league that's driven by quarterbacks now. John Elway didn't beat the NFL. John Elway beat the NFL. What are you no, talking no, about? He just didn't have to go to the Colts. But that's he, beating the NFL. No, it's beating one team. Oh no, I it's disagree. Forcing, it's I disagree. forcing your way out of a team. How you don't is play for. how? Okay, let, how is did that still, not beating did, the NFL? Let me ask you a question. Did he get drafted? He did, but to a team he wanted to go to. Well, so that's beating for, the NFL. Well, no, no. If Caleb Williams, if if Dad tells I'll, I'll make a hypothetical here if dad tells next year the arizona cardinals let's say they've got the number one pick my son will not play for you okay okay so what do you want us to do we're, we're still going to draft him and then we're going to trade him and that and that could be a great result for both parties but what's he going to do he he has no leverage he will I mean, not change the NFL. Go back to school yeah. okay well george that's true but and but, by the way, make a, probably a good chunk of money. But he has to make sure, because there is the whole declare for the draft, say you're coming back, that whole time period. So it's not like he's going to go to the draft and get drafted and then go, I don't like where I was drafted. I'm going back to USC. That ship right. will have sailed. I find it to be a juicy story also, by the way. But I don't think Dad will beat the NFL. You love defending the NFL. It's not about defending it. Believe me, I don't really love it, George. It's just that... It's just nobody's been able to do it. Some people have been able to force their way into situations they Those want, guys no all beat the beat NFL. It. I think that's fairly obvious. No, I don't think it's fairly obvious. I just think that it's they force their way into the situation they wanted to be in. Uh, they force that's themselves beating the system, out. though. I don't, but I don't, I don't look at it as beating the league. Oh, because what you're talking about is, is the draft is an unfair I, process. I, you know you. 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 You, you. One day you're going to get smart, and you're going to listen to every word I say. You're going to agree with everything I say, and All everybody's right. going to go, George Lindsay, is so much smarter. It, it, is that, isn't that beating the system, which is literally the system of the NFL, what, what uh, Peyton Manning, or not Peyton Manning, Eli Manning and John Elway did? Take a breath, Lindsay. I don't, I Think mean, about it for I don't a know. I don't, I really, I don't know. I, I mean, if I, told I can you, see it both ways. Wait, ca- ca- that's not helpful at all <laughs> i'm being honest that's not helpful at all come on i'm being honest i see it both ways that's not helpful that's not really yeah. a all right listen let's let, let's let's be helpful and uh, with the lore and go to break on time <laughs> we can continue this discussion on the other side and more of your adoration and adulation for coach prime next hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ooh, ooh. That's what people say, Cappy. That's apparently what they say. I haven't heard yeah. him say it. What year was this? 2014, number one hit. Wow, Taylor. Last night I came home and uh, my daughter had gone and gotten her hair cut and she got like this um, bang sort of a hairdo. Like Taylor? You know? And I, that's exactly what I said to her. I said, oh my God, you look so Taylor Swift. And then she like put her hand under the covers. I don't know if that's what she wasn't going for or she was going for. I don't know. <laughs> and then this morning. Good job, Dad. Yeah, then yeah. this morning I'm like, I'm like, yo, let me take a picture of you. You're so cute. I was like, no, no picture. And then you know what she did? She said she's going back to the person who cut her hair to fix it. You I said don't know. she looked cute. I thought she was adorable. I mean, yeah. bangs are kind of like a young girly thing, I feel like. Well, I what mean, was I, I supposed to say? Should have been like, you look great. Yes. That's all. Oh, cute's not good? Cute. No, she's a teen. Yeah, yeah, cute's not good. Cute's like seven, eight years old. I don't know. She's 16, man. Yeah. I yeah, mean, she, like, I could say that to my you. nine-year-old, you know, and get away with it. But yeah, she's still she, your little girl, Cappy. Right, I get she's it. she's my baby. She's my fourth one. And by the way, she's 16, but she's a senior in high school. So she's like super, super young for that her grade. That was me. That was Dude, me. That was she rough. looks like she's 12 years old, this kid. She's she, cute. She'll appreciate it when she's older. I think so. All right. Well, you yeah. guys will have to school me on what I can and I can't think, say. I think it's okay to say cute. I nah. think so. I feel How about like my, adorable? Is my, adorable okay? Yes, I think it's okay. No. Adorable's better, but, but, no. but cute, yeah. Cute Not is, good. it, it no. feels like child, like a childlike yeah. uh, <laughs> response. But she's okay. trying not to be, you know? Correct. Right. She's trying to be a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm every woman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Are you, though? Are you It's all woman? in me. Oh. It's all in you. Okay. Anything you want done, baby, I do it naturally. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that good. That was the Oprah theme. Yeah. It was? Yeah. Yeah, that was the start of the Oprah show. It was? Uh, yes. My mom used to watch it every day. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Well, eventually, I mean, initially it was like some like generic. Yes, thing. but yeah. it, for a good good stretch, it was that song. Every yeah. woman. Uh, all right, Cappy. Yeah. So why are you anti Caleb Williams trying to beat the league? I'm not anti Caleb Williams <laughs> trying to beat the league. I'm just trying to tell Dad Williams, bro. I hear you. Okay. I understand your frustration, He's but you're there. one you're one guy, okay? And you're yeah. not going to be able to do this by yourself. And by yeah. the way, let me give you another example, yeah. Dad Williams. By the way. Yeah. When you're done with that, I'm going to tell you how many times each NFL team has pit, had the number one pick. Okay, that's interesting. I'd be curious to know that. Yeah. But here's the other thing. Just just look at this past offseason, okay? What was one of the big stories of the offseason? The running back position mm-hmm. wants to be paid. Yeah. And guys are sitting out all over the league, and guys are coming together to have a, a meeting of the position, and everybody's trying to figure out why – are these players at this position, which have traditionally been high-paid players, why are they no longer being valued that way? Mm-hmm. And guess what? You know what they all did? Mm-hmm. They all took the exact dollar figure that they were offered from the beginning. They no, took didn't their somebody money. get – somebody got – oh, no, Jonathan Taylor could get a, the contract he wants, has but not he just yet. doesn't want it from the Colts. Has not yet gotten that contract, right? Right, but, but, he, but you, they, they were willing to offer it. He just wasn't willing to take it from them. Well, think about Saquon Barkley. Think about what his impact is on the New York Giants offense. Oh, listen, and, Saquon Barkley, it's criminal what they're paying him compared to Daniel Jones. But this is what I'm saying. The quarterback gets $40 million, The right, running but back again, gets $10 million. And Caleb is a quarterback, hence but my the, point. But the running backs are not as a collective group. Right, but what does this have to do with Caleb at quarterback? My point is this. One individual person has not, and I don't believe ever will, yeah. change well, the NFL. I mean, clearly we disagree. Uh, this is I'm not going to argue semantics because I, well, let me I would ask you this. I would say that Eli and John Elway beat the NFL. Well, let me ask you a question. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that Caleb Williams is going to be drafted in the NFL? Like ever? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, right. You know why? Because while the draft may be quote unquote unfair to certain guys, Anarchic. it's it's not going to change. And by uh, the way, it's not going to change in the next year or two. Yeah. They're not going to drop the draft. Hey, hey, Caleb Williams doesn't like the draft. Let's all change for no, uh, him. Clearly, that's not going to be the case, but he, he has options, to your point. 
Yeah, his options are go back to school. Right, and or, still make money. Or be the number one pick. Or or guess what? Maybe he's not the number one pick. He's going to be the number one pick. Well, just, just what if it is a team. That doesn't well, need a quarterback? I'll give you an example. What if Carolina has the number one pick again next year? Are they going to say, well, we got Bryce Young last year, but we're going to take Caleb Williams I would Williams take Caleb year. Williams over Bryce Young. Right, but and what's I the know that, that, And I know that there are some people in Southern California who would disagree with me on that because, I mean, and Bryce Young is, a, I think, a very good quarterback, and I think, you know, at, as time progresses, he will be a good pro. Um, but Caleb Williams, to me, is a different level of quarterback But the likelihood of taking a guy in the first round and the following year and then taking doing it the guy again? with the but, first well, round? Well, this is the time to do it because now, remember, because Sam Bradford was the last guy who got paid a bazillion dollars to be the number one pick. Um, that has since changed in a way where it's more palatable to do it. Now, is it prudent? Probably not from a salary cap perspective, well, but not impossible. Well, hey, look, you, you, I'm trying to think. The last time a team, and I think I've got it, off the top of my head, I think the last time a team took a quarterback in the first round with a pick and then the following year took another quarterback in the first round with a pick, I think... The Cardinals. I think it was Arizona because they took Josh, Josh Rosen. Rosen and right. Kyler Murray. Right. Yeah. So the likelihood that that he's going to be the top overall pick, today we all think that's the case. Yeah. When the draft gets here, based on who has the number one overall pick, yeah. we'll determine whether he is the number one overall pick. What if he's not? Okay, well, he will be, I think. I mean, barring an injury, I think he will. I, I think he's better than Drake May. Um, oh, oh, and Drake May I, is great. I, I'm not saying it's another quarterback. Oh, you're saying another position? It should be another position. Mm, I don't know. Um, Laura, give me some NFL music here because I want you guys to guess um, which team has had the number one pick the most. If you had to guess, since we're talking about this Kalen Williams thing, which NFL team has had the number one pick the most? Lindsay, we'll start with you. The Browns. I know that's not true, but they got to be The Browns are not. They are not. Interestingly enough, they are tied for – I mean, they're like second, basically, because they're tied. There's a bunch of teams tied for second. They have had the number one pick five times, the Cleveland Browns. They okay? blew them all. <laughs> Probably. I'd have to go back and check. Well, uh, they did. Yeah. Trust me. Laura, <laughs> pick a team that you think has had the number one pick the most times in NFL history. The Lions. The Lions a good guess, but also the Lions less than the Browns, actually. Mm. Four times they have had the number one pick. Cappy? I'm going to say the Jets. The Jets actually have not had the number one pick uh, that many times. The Jets have only had the number one pick once. All right, let me have another pick here. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty terrible, buddy. All right, how about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay closer five, just like the Browns. So the the team that the two teams tied at the top. Carolina, you're not you're never going to believe one of them. Okay, you may believe the first one if you remember their their early history. Number one. Mm-hmm. The Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Numbers seven times. Do you know who they're tied with? Take Gosh, a guess. I hope you're going to tell me the Chargers. Washington. No, it's not the Chargers. Oh, too bad. Yeah. No, the Chargers. The Rams! Oh, my God. The Chargers only had it once. The Rams tied seven times historically. Wow, the number Rams. One pick. Seven times they've had the number one overall pick. I wonder how far it goes back, you know? Uh, like what yeah. years they had it. Uh, so I will tell you here. I knew you'd years- know this. God, you're a good researcher. Um, I love the multitasking. All right. So let's see the number one pick. It's starting in, let me see, 1944, I guess. Yeah, see, oh, 1936, the this inaugural was, draft. Okay, this is what I was wondering about. Is this yeah. modern era or is this old school no, history? No, all, all of it. All of it. Okay, let me hear. So 19, 36 was 36. the first pick. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else? Yeah. <laughs> what are they, what's the most recent number one overall pick? Was that Jared Goff? For the Rams, yes, 2016, yeah. Jared Goff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. that is interesting. Yeah, but again, I just I just think this when it comes to Caleb Williams. Yeah, I think the kid's a great player. Yeah. I hope he stays completely healthy, and I hope he becomes an amazing pro because we're all going to get the pleasure of watching this kid play. Yeah, but I would just say this to Dad: it may suck to think, "Hey, we got to go to Arizona." But on the other hand, you got to think about it a little differently, which is like this: he's going to be the difference maker. Right. Now, now you may have a hard time, you know, thinking about that because the organization's been bad for a long time. But I was just reading this article today, George. I'm sure you read it in the LA Times about Justin Herbert. I mean, Justin Herbert is a kid that didn't start playing high school football until late in his in his high school career. I think it was his junior year. Yeah. And then he didn't exactly have like this crazy four-year decorated All-American career at Oregon. It kind of took some time because his because he really had right. It wasn't until his last year there. Yeah. Right. And then. 
Um, people were like, really, this kid's coming to the combine? And then he goes to the combine. Everybody sees he's so tall. He's so athletic. He's got yeah. this arm, et cetera. Balls out. Right. And then he becomes a first-round pick when a lot of people were like, whoa, wow, first round. Jeez, really? Whoa, hey, yo, all right and, then. And now what you see is is that Justin Herbert today, probably just today, it'll probably be you know, by the end of the week it won't be like this anymore, he's the highest-paid quarterback, he's the highest-paid player in the NFL. Right, and by the way, speaking of Justin Herbert, there was some interesting chatter today on the ESPN shows about Justin Herbert. I want you, the president of the Charger Hater Club, to discuss this with me next. So did Chris not do any rejoins today? I think he's done he with did. us. The one I forgot to put you guys on Ox, so you guys can hear, but it was uh, like a partner rejoined, and it tripped me out because I thought it was a commercial. Oh, okay. So was I was just wondering. Yeah. I mean, look, sometimes he gets a little lazy because he's got too much stuff to do. He does not get lazy. That's contradictory. He, <laughs> he's know. lazy because he's got too much stuff to do. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> sometimes decided, he neglects us because yeah. he has other stuff to but do. I, I decided to step out of that mis- one. That was that was my mistake. I own up to it, Laura. No, I'm just wondering. Up, no, you know? I, you know, he does. He gets a little, you know, overwhelmed. He's not know. lazy. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, a couple of thoughts come to mind. Number one, did anybody see the video from yesterday at a commercial break where I straddled Morales mm. and then cracked his back? Have you guys all seen this video? Yes. Yes. You guys heard the cracks yep. coming from his back, right? Mm-hmm. Now again. I am not a licensed chiropractor. No, but, really? But <laughs> No, it's true. I'm not licensed. Oh. Okay. Doesn't mean I don't doesn't so mean you, I I was going to say you practice, you're just not licensed. I am not a licensed chiropractor. Yeah. And I don't do chiropractic on just anybody. Yeah. But on occasion, if a friend is in agonizing pain, right. I will break out these healing hands. Okay. And that was an issue yesterday. My man was hurting really really badly. Yeah. And you if you saw very tender the way I was touching his back, I was like, take a big deep breath in, exhale, okay, very good, one more time, come on, let's a deep breath in, big exhale, okay, come on, one more time, inhale in, and then when he's not expecting it, George, smash. Yeah. 200 pounds coming down on you, brother. Crack, crack, crack a lack. You feel me? Yeah. But I want to say one other thing. What's that? You know, last night when we got off the air, Chris and I drove over to Prime Pizza, right yeah. downtown. Yeah, isn't that a LA. great spot? So it's good, really good. We got a large cheese pie. Yeah, and we decided to eat that pie. That's known as road pie, people. Yeah, we decided to eat that road pie on the way to Orange County. Mm-hmm. Along the way, we now do the drive live, where Chris and I go to Instagram Live, and we do thirty-five, forty minutes of just whatever. Yeah. Yesterday, George Sedano makes an appearance on the show. I did. But lets his hair down, man. He's home in Miami, comfy, taking care of his mom, and lets his hair down. Gets raw. Very emotional moment. Yeah. Very emotional. So you get a different side is what I'm saying. So when we uh, drive, So are you plugging the Instagram so that people can get the raw emotions? Are you using my raw emotions to plug your Instagram? A, that's A. And He's B, using you for clout is what it's and, called. And, yeah. Well, but here's a, right. here's a second promotion. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. And in the show- as I Actually, was... my mom called me. She was like, what are you doing on Instagram? Tell him my story. <laughs> Did she? I love that. No, she called me for something else. Oh. Okay, all right. Because you know what happened is we were talking about how I have represented to Morales that Rachel does not like him. Well, I had to tell him. I have misrepresented her feelings. And then, George, I don't know if you saw it or not, but Rachel herself jumped in to the Instagram live. You missed that. And then somebody hit me up and they said, yeah, that was really cool. She showed up from your multi-million dollar mansion. I said, excuse me, uh, that was her multi-million dollar mansion where she lives. Right. I don't live in that multi-million dollar mansion. Yeah. That's hers. Excellent stuff, Cappy. I love I love the Instagram Live. Speaking of multi-millionaires, mm-hmm. you mentioned Justin Herbert just signed a new deal. Yep. And I was watching Get Up this morning because I'm on the East Coast so I can watch it live. Mm-hmm. And... Mike Tannenbaum, they do a segment called Tannenbaums, like, mm-hmm. you know, like Woj Bomb, right? That's actually cute because his last name is B-A-U-M, so right. play on words, Tannenbaums. I like that. So it's like hot takes, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His hot take, Justin Herbert will win the MVP. Okay. What say you, president of the Chargers Hater Club? I would tell you this. Justin Herbert? 
absolutely could win the MVP. There is no question that could happen. Statistically, you believe he can put up the numbers. Absolutely. However, I'm sure there's a however or a but coming. Of course there's a but. The but is he'll put up big numbers, he'll have individual success, but sadly for him, he won't have the team success, which, by the way, takes us exactly back to where we started, George. This is why Caleb Williams' dad wants more control of where his son is going to play NFL football because he doesn't want his son to go to a crap organization. Nobody cared where Justin Herbert got drafted. They were happy wherever he got drafted. He yeah. got drafted number six overall, and today, today, for the time being, he's the right. highest. Right, remember in that draft, it was uh, him and Tua, like who would go first? In, or matter, who would go in that, that slot? Because he was, he, was, he was, they were what? the Five, six. They were yeah. drafted five, six. Right, right, right. right. That was the, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Tua was drafted by the Dolphins, who seemed to be kind of a more sure thing. And the Chargers. Well, not took, really, because Tua was um, was hurt. Remember, he was coming off that Bo Jackson injury. I totally remember, but he was considered like a national champion and all. Well, American right, he had. Well, Alabama. he was a more known commodity. He, he had the credentials. He had the yeah. resume, right? Right. So right. the Dolphins went went yeah. with what I'm going to call the safer of the two, even though your point is well made about the injury. Yeah. And the Chargers took who was left, and that right. was Justin Herbert. Right, because Joe Burrow went number one in that draft. And by the way, Joe Burrow, a year earlier, you would have made the case, like people were like, Joe Burrow, yeah, maybe he'll get drafted. You know, like, and then he became the number one pick. Right, so that's what I'm trying to say to Caleb Williams' dad. You may think the Cincinnati Bengals are a trash organization, but look what has happened when they got a player of Burrow's magnitude. If hypothetically, uh, let's say Caleb Williams was drafted by Arizona, rather than saying, I don't want to go play there, Go say, I'm going to be the solution to the problem. Because that's what right. Joe Burrow has been. Except the Arizona Cardinals have been one of the worst franchises in the sports history, regardless of who's gone there. And I'm glad you said that. Because the same could be said about the Chargers. In other words, if the Chargers had the number one overall pick, when they did, and they drafted Eli Manning, when Archie Manning told them not to do that, they wound up trading Archie, uh, Eli Manning, getting Phillip Rivers, who became their quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks of his generation for 15 straight years, Mm-hmm. And they turned it into some defensive players that were instrumental in their early success. Mm-hmm. So I just think that Caleb Well, you know, Williams- the Chargers have actually had um, – they've won more games than they've lost. They literally have a five a .501 uh, winning percentage historically. Okay, and that's interesting that you say that because listen to this. You ready? Yeah. In Justin Herbert's career, and since we got on this topic of – Do you want to uh, guess who the number one is? I feel like it's fairly easy to – The number As far as one- winning percentage, yeah. In terms of in the NFL. number one winning percentage in the entire NFL in the, in the history in, of the, the NFL? history of the NFL. I'd say Green Bay. That's probably number the Patriots, two. right? How number about two. Pittsburgh? Pa- Patriots, number four. Oh, wow. Okay. I was way off. Steelers actually way down. Remember, they had some bad years before and after Chuck Knoll. How about Cowboys? Cowboys, number one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Justin Herbert, though, back to this whole Caleb Williams discussion. Yeah. Justin Herbert is now the highest paid player in the NFL. But if you're Caleb Williams' dad, wouldn't you consider the Chargers to be a trash organization that you wouldn't want your kid to go play in? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, let me give you some numbers. I don't think that you would look at the Chargers the same way I would look at the Cardinals. I don't know the why Cardinals, not. Go ahead. Well, I don't know why not. I mean, think about the Chargers. They've been to a Super Bowl in, what, 1994? And, and they've been to one AFC championship game? Right, in, but historically the Chargers have had a better – um, a, a better history uh, of more success. The Cardinals have the fourth worst winning percentage in NFL history as, right, an, but, as an organization. But take a look at the last Only 20 years. the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Bucks have okay. a worse. But um, look at the last 20 years. The, the, the uh, Cardinals have played in two Super Bowls, haven't they? And didn't they win one? No. Did they, they had, they had um, let's see, they lost it. No, they won. Who? They played the one with... Um, with Kurt, with Warner. Kurt Warner. Was it only yeah. one, or were they at a, in a yeah, second Yeah, that's Super it. Bowl? That's the only one I remember. All right, let me let me go back and look. Nonetheless, No, no, I'm looking at it right here. They have All right, not. tell me. Okay. Yeah, that's it. It's just that one. What year was that? That was 2008. Okay. Ken Wisenhunt. They, oh, that's right. But back to Herbert for a second. And Listen by the way, this. they were 9-7 that year. Okay. Shows you how shows you they, they made a nice run late in the season. Yeah, but let me. do you know how many times they've made the playoffs in their history? How many? Like, they haven't won a championship since they were the Chicago Cardinals, okay. for God's sake. Well, when was the last time the Chargers won a Super Bowl? Well, they didn't, well the Cardinals have never won a Super Bowl. Okay, so both teams have been in one. One was the Chargers in 1994, the Cardinals in 2008. Right. Uh, Card, uh, the Chargers were in an AFC championship game 
in New England in like 2006 or seven, something like that, in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, so they haven't had any success either with all these great quarterbacks. Here's Justin Herbert for you. This is an amazing thing considering that the Chargers are playing the Dolphins this weekend. My Dolphins, by the way. Your Dolphins. My Dolphins. Anybody I think the Chargers who, are winning the game. Anybody who plays against the Chargers is my team. Do you know that in Justin Herbert's career, George, he's played in 49 career games? Yeah. Do you have any idea what his career record is as a starting quarterback in the NFL? 49 games. He's played 49 games? That's right. 49. If I had to guess, Justin Herbert, 49 games, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Take a guess. Like, near 500, if I guess. So he's 49, let's go 25 and 24. Okay. Well, guess what? What? You're a genius. That's exactly the numbers. What? Well, How and did you know that? He looked it up, but that's okay. 25 you, and 24. Ireland looking up answers. But two well, of if he's played in 49 games and they have a 501 winning percentage, the chances are okay, you're that, right. that he would win 25 out of the give 49 me, games. Don't you listen to that, credit. Lindsay. He giving you too much up. credit. I know. He read that right from the article. <laughs> right from 20, what article? Whatever article you're reading. <laughs> he is a quick Googler. Now, Tua, just because they were going to play against each other and because they are connected because they were drafted five and six. Correct. Tua, George, has played in 36 games in his career. Right. How many, how many wins does Tua have? Tua has played, he's probably got, I would say, like close to, like 19, okay. Tua 18, is tw- 19, 20, something like that. Tua is 21 and 13 in there his career. There you go. He's you played go. in one, essentially one less season than Herbert because of injuries. Do you know what Tua's middle name is? I just looked it up. Steven? Donnie. Tua, what? Donnie. That's kind of, yeah, that's weird. Because I feel like Donald is usually I, I a more e- proper middle name. I don't right? even say yeah. his last name. I, I don't even try. I just Tegel call him Tua. Tegelavoa. Well, his, his real name is not just Tua. It's a much longer name than that. Good thing you got Donnie in the middle of all of it. Yeah. Tua. His, his first name is actually, is tu, I, I'm going to mispronounce this for sure. No, really? Tua Nigamanuleopea. Yeah, Donnie. <laughs> that is Talk super about random. A lot of people we'll just, just call him Donnie. <laughs> no, as a kid, they called him TD. <laughs> yeah, I think we should call. All right, him Donnie. so what's your point? We got to go to break. My point is, is that Herbert's the highest paid guy, MVP and- or not, bro? That was the question ten minutes ago. Could be, won't be. Oh, okay. Thank you. Finally, an answer. Twenty-five and twenty-four. Oh, All right, coming up next. Let's welcome in a new Los Angeles Laker.